So Whiny had betrayed me. The voices Blackie somehow replayed in my head confirmed it. And I was doing the best I could to not fall apart into a huddling form of a beaten down wretch. There were too many other things to think about, so I focused on those. But once I came to a conclusion, the weight of it threatened to drag me down even further. So I went for a walk in an attempt to find the next best thing to drink in my sorrows away. A sweet voice came to me, a myth showed itself. This is Nidak, my adventure, written down in a better way than I can tell it. Episode 21 Myths and Legends Nidak paced around the Blackie and Kitty donut, thinking. From what she could piece together about the conversation Blackie had heard, and what the Slurp had said, they were in serious trouble. Back in the cave, it seems an eternity ago, but it had only been, what, three days? The Slurp had mentioned Earth and its destruction. He hadn't been very coherent, and hadn't known many details mostly rambled about your world will be ruined and i need to end your life she couldn't say why but all of the information pointed towards her birthday and the potential end of earth being linked together her life was linked to it it was obvious if she died Earth would die. If she lived, all would live. A hero, she mumbled. I'm going to need to be a go-wag-gutting hero. Shunk swallow and cod liver, she sighed and kept on pacing. What a mess. She needed to know more. Her employers had always been secretive. They'd never told her much, and, to be fair, she'd never asked them much. She'd never cared. But they'd given her the halberd and the power to skip. They should have more answers. They might be able to help her. She needed to get in touch with them. How can you talk to me in my head? No, that's not what I wanted to ask. How did you put those voices in my head? She stopped in front of Blackie's head, hands on hips. The dragon opened one eye and closed it again. No, not. The voice felt full of wonder and petulant at the same time, the oddest combination. Nedak stared at her, watching but not seeing. Her mind drifted, swept away by the incomprehensible magnificence of the creature in front of her. She allowed herself to feel awe for a little bit longer, before shaking out of it. This was all as new for Blackie as it was for Nadek. She decided to try to keep pretending it was normal. She'd been doing that from the moment she first came to the other realm, so it shouldn't be too hard. However, it was too much. She couldn't shake it off. 
The feeling of dread and immense responsibility threatened to push her down and flatten her to a useless, flat, blubbering mess of a human. She would tackle this the way she knew best. She asked Blackie how far they were from the spot they had fled, and the dragon's opinions about their safety in their current location. And if she knew where they were. As she asked that last question, she knew how silly it was. Even if the dragon had an internal navigation system, how would she be able to say where they were without any point of reference? Nida cursed at herself. Today was definitely not a good day in terms of self-confidence. Blackie's reply was careful but positive. She thought they were fairly safe right now and a good distance from the attackers. She didn't know who they were. It took Nedak a while to figure out the meaning of the jumbled words appearing in her head. It did feel as if either she was getting better at it, or Blackie was improving. They were safe for now. That was all Nedak needed to know. It was late afternoon. The sky's light was already changing. It would be dark soon. It might get a little bit colder during the night, but not as much as needing a fire. At least, that's what Nedak hoped. Building a fire without any tools was difficult, a skill Nedak had never mastered. Even though she knew it was probably a bad idea, she wanted to scout the area. She told Blackie she wanted to see if she recognized anything enough to know where they were, so she stood up, muscle stiff. If she found what she really wanted to find, different to what she told Blackie, she wouldn't be called anyway. She asked Blackie to stay put with Kitty and walked away. The mental connection with the dragon appeared to work even from a distance, which comforted her slightly. She'd never admit to that, of course. She waded through the knee-length, soft-tufted grass, keeping a straight and confident back. From the moment she passed the first large trunk of a tree, her chin trembled. With a burst of breath, she let it all go. It would probably be wise to keep quiet in this unfamiliar territory, but she didn't care. She let a soft sobbing accompany her tears. Whiny had betrayed her. He'd never been on her side. He'd played her for a fool. What a joke. Once again, she got proven that it's stupid to trust people. The deep and painful hurt she felt now wasn't because she liked him. She did but not like that. The pain was like when she tried to grow her nails and keep them manicured. Annoying at first. Not sure why she kept it, but after a while getting used to it and liking it. Only to have them tear and rip out once complacency made her careless. The intensity of the physical pain that had caused was similar to what she felt in her chest right now except a hundred times worse. This depressing state of hers needed to be dealt with, so she kept on walking, sniffling and groaning, hating herself for the self-pity and self-loathing. 
She did have a goal for her little Wanda. It hadn't only been to break down by herself, so she kept wiping the tears away, looking every way at once. The trees sparked some kind of recognition. They grew a good distance from each other, not like the other dense forests they've been in before. They all looked ancient, like five hundred year old fig trees. Beautiful. She navigated through the thick air roots, grown from many of the massive branches. This area had a special feel to it, and the awe spreading all over her body stopped her sputtering breath. The mad rush of random gulps and gasps steadied. Soon her tears stopped. What ails you, my child? She knew the calmness which had settled over her wasn't normal. Neither was the lack of surprise she felt at the voice. It was soft and melodious, quiet yet strong, confident yet curious. The first part of her walk was accomplished. She knew where she was now. Gowak Grove. What a frank damn blonking coincidence! She'd never believed the stories of this place, few though there were. When she'd been taught about the places of the other realm and the creatures in it, this had been glanced over because no one believed it was real. But it had been mentioned anyway as a myth. Myths and legends too have a way of proving themselves real here, she thought, wryly, but with a touch of fondness for Blackie. Turning around to search for the creature the voice belonged to, she didn't see anything through the labyrinth of prop roots. The Gorwaks have been mentioned in legends, as elusive as their grove. Because of their mystery, there were no descriptions of what they looked like. Nidak didn't know what she was looking for. Was it large? Small? The color of the soil? The color of the tree? Or was it the tree? There! Something glinted near the trunk of the tree in front of her, surrounded by a thick wall of the prop roots. She slowly stepped closer, relaxed but prepared to grab her halberd from her back in case this creature proved to be dangerous. The underbrush crackled in a most wonderful way, and her steps disturbed it enough to release the earthy smell of the soil. She inhaled deeply while taking another step, closing her eyes briefly for optimal enjoyment of the aroma. When she opened her eyes again, the Gorwak was in full view in front of her. It was not what she'd expected. The appearance didn't fit this sweet voice. The size of a capuchin monkey with vaguely the same body features, long limbs being one of them. It also had a tail, but it was split in five, about a third from the base. It didn't have hair, but scales. Fish scales, not reptile scales. There was an obvious layer of slime covering the moss-colored body. 
it gave an occasional rainbow flicker in random areas. Speak and I will hear you. The hands gripping the bark had only three fingers, two broad ones and one thin but disproportionately long. The black liquid eyes staring back at her looked as if she could see every emotion in them with their long eyelashes and round form. The Gowak jumped. It stayed in flight on eye level in front of Nadek, the different colors of its four rings mesmerizing in their translucent iridescence. Nadek swallowed. There was so much she wanted to say. Three years of build-up emotions, layers of insecurity and moments of doubt, the deep sadness of betrayal, old grief never overcome, abandonment, loneliness, the weight of responsibility. She blinked, squeezing her eyes hard until they felt tearless. I'm fine. She turned around and left. You have been listening to Nadek, Chapter 21 Myths and Legends Narrated by myself, Nadek Adventured by and lived through by Nadek Written in a better way than I can tell it by Astrid Jeff Don't go just yet, we've got bloopers coming up Find us on Twitter at Astrid Jeff and at Nadek and Kitty if you like this show and would like to support it, a good way to do that is share it around to everyone you know. An even better way is to rate and review it on iTunes or whichever podcatcher you use. Don't forget to follow the show or subscribe for free. Yeah, well. <clears throat> End of the Earth being linked together. That doesn't... Why is her the... Let's do that again. Why is this so difficult? She uh, she asked Blackie how far they were from the spot. As she asked... As... As... As she asked that last... As... Even if the dragon had an... It took Nadek a while to figure out the meaning of the jumbled words. Whoa. Okay, sweet. Oh, shit. I can't see. Okay. So she kept on walking. Sliffing. This depressing state. This, this, this. Like the other dance. Something glinted near the trunk of the tree. The tree? Okay, that was that. Was that it? Okay, that's it. Okay, and then we do the new trailer. New trailer. <gasps> new trailer, check. Three years ago, Nedak's life changed. A whole new world opened up to her. Literally, 